0: Where is the money in the business?
1: Okay, so I, I'll let you know
0: in a second. So, There's money hiding here. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Where is it? So, so
1: I think my advice is uh, to perhaps plan your idea and your business uh, well in advance. I personally started, I was working and I had a, a, a good job, a very stable job, which I loved. And uh, when I started thinking about the idea, I basically started saving 10% of my salary for maybe a couple of years.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And you need to plan. If you don't plan, I don't think it's gonna be very hard to do. So so I started to put some of my savings uh, for this particular purpose. Um, So when I started working, And as I said, I started working on the weekends and I started working at nights. It was basically a year, year and a half of just work, 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 work. Uh, But it's the only way uh, you can do it. You know, some people say, I have this idea. I have no money. I have no jobs. I'm going to go for it. That's really hard, I think. You know, the other very good thing I had was the support of my partner. Uh, She had a job as well. Uh, She was able, we were able to survive and pay all our expenses with her salary. So we had all this extra money to play with, you know. So so that is my advice, always have like a little bit of, of money. And yes, uh, there's government grants, there's uh, investors, but I think, at least in my particular case, it was better to try it out, uh, give it a go with the, the little bit about, the little bit of amount of money we had, and then do it smart, you know, like, for example, the programmers, I had a, a very good friend here in Sydney um, that was a programmer. Uh, he referred me to the person who helped me. They're in Vietnam, but they work with Australian clients. So they're much, much cheaper. And they know the business, they know the market, they know how to work with with Australian clients um, and it worked perfectly. You know, so so you need to kind of do research, you need to look for solutions. Um and otherwise, it's going to be high. you know? Okay. So where's I, the I, revenue, though? Because
0: there's, there's still a lot of money you put into it, even though it's yours, you didn't have to borrow it. You had a lot of security, and I, and I, and I totally hold to that. You know, so many people, um, they talk about, you know, risk, risk-averse, risk-friendly, but, like, mm-hmm. this is what we call a calculated risk, right? The same way people would invest their money in someone else's business, you invest it into your own business, and I, and I love that. But um, you still have to have a plan for where you're going to make it back. And if you're only charging a teeny bit of everyone's booking, that is not gonna do it.
1: Yeah. So so for example, look, the first year it was you need to be aware that the first few years, no salary, you know? That's that's the the real risk. You in you, this in this I'm
0: kind sure. of a situation, yes. I always teach that like you should get paid from day one. But if this is the plan and this is the model, then not necessarily.
1: Yeah, so so I was. Well aware of this, I was prepared to do it, and the first year was very hard. Like no, no money. Uh, like I was used to having a good salary, so that was really tough. Mentally, you suffer. I, I couldn't sleep the first three months. I have to accept that. But
0: oh, that really wow! Tough.
1: The first, the first, the second year we became sustainable. Uh, so basically, I stopped taking from my savings and whatever we were making we were spending within the business still no salary and then the third uh, year we we already had uh, enough money to pay a salary. So that, but just that,
0: from that, the, the the little bit that they no. pay in each booking? No, yeah. that's, so,
1: that's so, what I'm waiting
0: for. Where's yeah. the money? I can't find <laughs> so, it. It's a so
1: the, the whole business whole started with individual students. Yeah, it was basically a business to person business model.
0: Yeah, yeah, B2C, yeah. got it.
1: And then uh, we received a group, a group from a, an institution said, we have, a, we have a group of students, we have 30 students coming for three months, to help us with that. So after that, that first year, I thought, okay, in, in, look, I think crisis in business are good. With a crisis, you kind of go back to basics, you analyze analyze the situation, what's happening, and then if you need to pivot, you that's the chance you have to pivot, you know. So, and that's exactly what I did. I I was focusing on individual students. I had this opportunity to help this group, and then I thought, okay, you know what? I'm going to delegate completely the individual students, and I will focus on groups. And that's all my market, marketing efforts and all my promotions are geared towards groups, you know, they, they have the need. There's hundreds of thousands of international students coming to Australia every year. So the need is there, even though all, not all the bookings are happening, they're coming. But with groups, then we became a business-to-business uh, model, because it was me as, as a business promoting two institutions, and then I don't have to deal with one individual student. It, I deal with sometimes a hundred students. And then,
0: and the, and the institution pays, not the student.
1: And then the institution or the agents pay. Exactly. Got so it. that's when, when things started to, to
0: change. I love it. So, that. Okay, that, so, that makes uh, more sense. Because I can't imagine you building something sustainable on, like, you know, even 100 people's $10. Like, it's just not going to go. Uh,
1: no, 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 no. For example, the placement fee is uh, $150
0: okay but 150 also, also that's still not not with yeah. the the continued development and you have people who call each person like i'm as you're describing how the thing works i'm adding up the numbers in my head and going yeah. like, this is expensive this is expensive and no one's paying yeah. for it so yeah. <laughs> now yeah. it starts to make sense i yeah, think no, there's so, so much wisdom in what you share though honestly in it just in the stick to itness right so much of business is like you say it's the pivot it doesn't always work right away. I was on the phone with someone today actually and he said to me, Esty, when do I give up? When do I give up? I said, not now. Now is for sure not when you give up because uh, you like right about to launch and like the launch is taking forever and it's not going and it's just it's so hard to get it off the ground. I said, you are pushing a rock up a mountain, right? And you're about to push it over the edge and you're like, you know, this has just been too long, too high a mountain, too long. I'm just gonna look, I said, it's gonna run back over you. But if you push a little longer, you're right over the edge. And so many people, I think, they give up right when they're about to go over the edge. And what they need is just, it's that pivot, it's that extra push, it's that figuring out where it does work. Um, yeah, I
1: think, I think that's why, as I said before, crises are so important, because it, it depends on how you react to them. You know, like, because if you have a crisis, you can go downhill, you can say, that's it, no more, this is terrible, this is not working, why isn't it working, I expected this and it's not happening, you can go on all that negativity, but I think that is the perfect chance to say, okay, today I'm not doing anything else, I'm just going to analyze the situation, what gave me the, the small profits I, I had, why did that happen and how, did I, how can I start focusing on that? and then kind of move move all the rest of the things to the side. Totally. Know? It's that
0: 80-20 rule. Sometimes it's even like the 90-10, right? 80% of your business is going to come from 20% of the effort. And people spend so much time focusing on the 80% of effort that only gives them 20% of business.
1: Exactly. So, for example, I haven't spent a cent uh, in, in ads, in in Facebook ads and things like that trying to promote to, to students because, yeah, it, it doesn't really work. So all my efforts and money is basically traveling to meet with clients face to face to show them that I'm interested, that I what I can give them, how can I help them. And it's more, I've realized, and this is pure, purely based on experience, that uh, people, uh, or we as as persons, we, we tend to talk about ourselves. This is what I can do. This is what I can offer. This is what I'm, how great I am. And this is why you need to choose me. And, and lately, maybe it's been maybe a year, year and a half, where I started, tell me about you. Tell me what's happening. Tell me what's working. Now tell me what gaps do you have. How can I uh, help? And then I start analyzing, how can I help you? You know, it's like, going to the doctor you're sick and the doctor starts asking you questions. how do you feel what's what's this what's that and then after 20 minutes of asking questions they give a a a diagnosis you know so it's something being a business owner i think it's something like that you need to go ask your clients how they are what do they need and then based on their answers you focus the solutions
0: that is such a great, I always teach this thing, I call it the pitch triangle that walks you through it, but I I love that that analogy. I never heard it like that, but it makes so much sense. Can you imagine if you're sick and a doctor comes in and he starts saying, I graduated top of my class from this school. I've been practicing medicine for this many years. In fact, yesterday I had a patient and it was fantastic. He was really suffering. I did this for him. And you're sitting there going, shut up. I don't care. I don't care. I, don't I have already seen this. Exactly, but that's what we do is, not we, because I don't include myself in that subset of stupidity. Not me and not you, but so many people go into these interactions just talking about themselves and their accomplishments and what they did and their case studies, and nobody cares. They're suffering. They want you to get clear their suffering. Right? I just, and I, that's such a good analogy. I'm going to use that from now on. I'll quote you on it. That's great. <laughs> just be like a doctor. You don't want the doctor to walk into the rating room telling you about all the stuff he's done and how he's helped other patients. You want to walk in him and ask you questions. And then he yeah. could tell you, this is the solution. In fact, I had this other patient, similar issue, similar background. This medicine worked perfectly for him. And based on my experience and my knowledge and my education and my whatever, I am confident it's going to help you too. That's yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. All right, that's it guys. You're going to pitch like doctors. This is it. We <laughs> have the answer. I love that. It's so true. So I want to hear a little bit more about some of these failed businesses you tried before that you mentioned. What, what are these like little failed businesses that didn't work out?
1: Um, so we, I started a business uh, design business with a friend mm-hmm. and um, I, think, I think the mistake was not really focusing on the work as such. So we, we were getting jobs and projects but we were working really hard when we had the jobs but then on our free time we were just doing whatever yes I work from home I watch tv I do this and then I learned that from from this specific project I was like okay I need to get a schedule get up early shower as if I was in the business uh, really create a a clear difference between uh, home life and work life so that's what I'm doing now. Uh, there was another, I think, really good idea, which was kind of like a baby clothing exchange kind of marketplace. Oh, fun. Uh, uh, we worked on that for a year with a, with a programmer who was a friend of mine. Uh, and we were almost close to launching. And then we got scared. We were like, oh, what, how, how are they uh, paying for posting? How are they doing this like there were too many question marks which is always the case in businesses uh, and we kind of got scared of that and we closed the shop we didn't even launch uh, so when I was starting Betsy I said no matter what happens no matter how many question marks no matter how many issues how many problems I have I am going to go uh, through with it and that's what I did and that's why I was telling you the first year I was I'm prepared to have no salary, have no time, um, all this stuff, you know. So um, that's that's what I've, I've learned from those those businesses. I think uh, we all learn from past experiences, uh, but you need to implement uh, whatever you learn in, in your future or, or present uh, life, I
0: suppose. For sure. And... I'm just curious, why didn't you ever take a business coach? Or Because like that's one of the things that I do for people and I know so many others. I've had a business coach all the years. Why don't you take someone to kind of walk you through all those questions or did it not occur to you?
1: Um, I suppose uh, lack of money. So all the money I had was focusing on my business and because I am I, basically funding the whole thing, every single cent was going to the business, you know? Having said that, uh, that's why I started my my podcast. It started by a very selfish reason, which is how can I get self development? How can I get access to very interesting people? How can I learn from them? Uh, ask questions geared to what I need. But then it became this much much bigger project, which is an education podcast. You know, it's how can I share that story while I learn with students and the younger generation you know, with practical advice, because that's what happened to me. I started, I studied architecture. I loved it while I was studying. But then when I started working, it was a completely different thing. My expectations were completely skewed. And I think that happens to a lot of people that are in their 40s or have been working in a job for 20 years. They're starting to to question things. Okay, I've been doing this job that I didn't really like. How can I move to something that I love, that I'm passionate, passionate about? So, so the whole idea is to provide practical advice to students, to to young people, so that they can learn the reality of, of their jobs, of their professions, you know? So like that's that. the whole idea.
0: That's cool. So it sounds like the business has overcome so much. You've overcome a lot in the previous businesses also. Um, Second, I have a curiosity question. When did you try those? Because you were working the whole time. You took off of work to do them or this is all since you left your job just a few years ago?
1: No, it's well. I was working. My mind always, has always worked like that. You know, I travel and I see opportunities. Oh, well, this would work in Australia. Why are we, aren't we doing this? Or why are we doing this? Or things like that, you know? And, and traveling for me, that's what it does it opens your mind and and that's something i really learned when i arrived in australia like I, i'm from colombia uh, we were only i was only studying with colombians at uni so it was uh, perhaps uh, an exchange student from chile or from other latin countries or from spain uh, but it was 99 percent colombian students and and that's it when i arrived to australia uh, on my first class, I was studying with like, people from like 20 different countries. It was wow. a completely multicultural uh, classroom. And the professor, he, hasn't, he hadn't even started class and he just put a, a problem and different solutions came to the table just because we came from different countries. And I thought this is so great. You know, that is so so cool. Traveling, I like that. traveling, it gives you that. And my mind has always worked like that. So whenever I had a job, I was always trying things during the weekends at nights, and that's how it is.
0: I totally I've always had something on the side, at least one thing, <laughs> since yeah. I was a kid. So yeah. I, I totally relate to that. So what's happening in the business now? So you hit sustainability, you figured out to focus B2B instead of B2C. Um Where, where's the struggle now? Like what's next that you're working on?
1: Uh, So, look, I think the struggle is to basically grow that, uh, there's two struggles. One, grow the groups um, as much as possible. Like there's so many institutions, so many universities, so many colleges that are bringing those groups. I really need to, 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 make them aware that we exist. We need to find creative ways to, to get promotion uh, without having to spend in marketing because otherwise all the money goes in marketing. You know, like that's, that's how I am trying to work things out. And the second challenge is with individual students, we need to find a way to increase conversions because we still get a lot of inquiries but the conversion rate is still not as high as as we would like. So we need to to find a way to keep on educating them, keep on bringing um, their expectations low and expectations realistic so that when they arrive to Australia, uh, they say, OK, yes, what you were saying is completely true, and I'm glad we trusted you. So that's that's the challenge right now, I think.
0: And do you have like testimonials from students that you can kind uh, of showcase
1: that? Lots of testimonials for, from individual students, from education agents, from institutions, from everybody. I think testimonials are the best thing you could use, you know, because uh, instead of marketing is great or promotions are great, but it's you telling the client how, how great I am. Testimonials are uh, a completely detached person from the business saying how great you are. Totally.
0: So when I teach marketing, again, so what you're talking about, like I would call promotions, right? Like just you going out there. Um, But on my promotional strategies list, um, I have testimonials is actually one of, I have like 167 different promotional strategies. (laughs) It's a very long list. Um, Testimonials is on there, right? It's one of the things of how you can get people's attention and drive business. Um, okay. Totally. So it sounds like again, PR is great for you, right? It's quote unquote free. It takes legwork. Um, there's a great episode of my podcast. Guys, and for all of you listening, um, episode six with Ashley Crouch. We just re-recorded anniversary episode two. I want to say I think was her um, anniversary episode two. She walks you through how to get PR, um, and it's amazing. Right. She's genius. So there is a way to strategically do it. It's not haphazard Mm
1: -hmm. and uh, it works. I think think you need to, obviously, nothing will work if you don't do things with transparency and you don't uh, basically do what you promised. You need to do a good job, and you need to be completely transparent with people in order for it to work.
0: For sure, and there are some industries where that is like exactly not the norm. Um, there are some industries where it's they they um, they almost purposely mislead you. Right, it's just it's a quick buck, and yeah. when you do that, you never build something stable. You never build brand loyalty. No one will ever come back. You're starting again every day. You know, and there are people who do, they got to start again every day, every month. They're always starting a new business because they have never They never get any repeat business. It's part of what I teach in the sales pyramid, how you build a, a self-sustaining sales cycle. It is only going to work if you do what you promise and you exceed expectations. Yes. Like that's, that's yes. critical.
1: Yes. That's yes. a yes. good
0: note to end on. So where can people check out Betsy if they want to send someone to Australia or if they're just curious? Uh-
1: so basically, it's our website, Betsy.com, B-E-B-S-S-I. Uh,
0: okay, guys, we'll put that link in the show notes at sdaround.com slash 59. And we'll also link to all your socials and everything. And we'll write all this out. This was so, I, I, to me, the, the most critical lesson from everything that you've said is don't give up. If, if you keep going, if you're passionate and you're confident and you know you're solving a problem and it's just not quite working, keep fixing it keep fixing it keep moving keep tweaking you might not end up with exactly what you thought you were going to end up with but you'll end up with something that works
1: yes, yes 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 you need to be open and flexible to change you need to you have to.
0: for sure the world changes too fast not to people open businesses the next day their entire industry can crash like you've got to yeah. be able to move <laughs> these days so yeah, i always that- love to end with a quote doesn't have to be a favorite one of all time but I love quotes. I love sharing them with everyone. Do you have a quote that you can share with us? Mm. It could be one of your own lines, just something you like to say or think about. It could be someone else's quote.
1: I don't have anything right now. No, sorry, I don't have one.
0: That's okay, Uh, that happens sometimes. We'll forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone likes quotes as much as I do.
1: <laughs> I do love him, but I am completely dragged right now. Sorry.
0: <laughs> that is totally fine. Um, uh, for all you listeners, you just think of your favorite quote for today. And uh, this was great. We'll go at strn.com slash 59. We'll check out bedsy.com and you can check out Ricardo and all his coolness on LinkedIn. And uh, for all of you listening, I, uh, know you are subscribed. And if you're not, um, obviously hit the subscribe button. And I want your reviews. Please, pretty please, send me a review. Send iTunes that review for me. They will hand deliver it. And then we will both know how much you love this, what you love, what you love more. And we will catch you next week. Ricardo, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you, Esti. This was great.
0: You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with S.D. Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?